0: guest for the podcast special occasion for the podcast man we told you y'all we gonna try to do things a little different and mix things up and we have we brought in another uh, friend of the show a man who has his own platform himself he is a uh, great you know him as a dj producer he also has his own podcast called the donnie houston podcast and the man himself donnie houston joins us man What's going
1: on
2: man, thanks for having me man, I'm glad to be here, glad to be yes, uh, with, so, uh, online rather with you uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes sir, yes sir, so first off let's get a temperature check man, how you doing man, how are things going, of course I'm joined up as always by my boy Biggie and the lovely Jasmine as well, we'll get into uh, all of our shit in a little bit, but first off let's we'll start with you man, how you been man, how's everything going for you?
2: Uh, everything is cool, man. You know, just, just kind of dealing with it with like everybody else, man. You know, kind of waiting for it to be over, listening to, to not just listening to too much information, but trying to just stay updated to see, you know, what's, what's really going on with this thing, man. But you know, riding it out, man, like everybody else, for the most part.
0: You found a good point, man. So how, how do you, because I kind of struggle with this, too. How are you trying to stay informed, but at the same time not be depressed? I kind of feel like... If you follow the news too much, you'll you'll just get down on yourself,
2: man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I try to – I keep it to a minimum. So, like, I have, like, the, the, the ABC13 uh, uh, app on my phone or whatever, so I get the updates. I pay attention to them first thing in the morning. After that, I don't even look no more. So, <laughs> I just want to know what's going on at the top of that day. You know what I mean? Because it mm-hmm. changes all through the day. Like you said, you can stress yourself out trying to worry about this thing, man. So, I check it out in the first thing in the morning, and that's it, man. Give it to God after that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's probably the best way to do it. Probably, man, just check it in the morning and then don't check it at all. Twitter has been a mess, man. You will get instantly, especially if you follow all the news and see what people are posting. You will you will get down yourself quick. And I'm the yeah, the news for sure. Everybody
2: got a new theory. You know (laughs) what I mean? Uh, Always started from a and yeah, I heard it started from somebody ate a bag to 5G.
0: I don't get into none of this. So <laughs> yeah, Facebook is the worst, man, because you yeah. don't even get the real news on Facebook. You get the conspiracy theories, the stuff with no kind of links to back it up, all the people yeah. talking about, oh, y'all know the 5G towers are doing this now. Yeah. Their phones.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, I was just watching Dr. Umar. Dr. Umar said... Oh, Listen. no.
1: <laughs> don't do it, <laughs>
2: man. Listen, you said Dr. Umar said, and that's when I told him that I don't really want to hear it. <laughs> it's it's fun.
3: It's funny because the links on Facebook should be saying US news with a Z dot net. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell
0: is this? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. The Hood Week is at an all time high right now, man. You got to make
0: sure you, you pay attention to the source, man. Yeah. People getting bamboozled, man. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, so so being as out, you're a DJ, you're a producer, you work with a lot of artists, man. What is the temperature for uh like other artists out here, man? We know a lot of people make a living off of shows, touring, and all that, and not just so much as releasing music. So I know you connected in the mix like that. What's going on with them? Like, how are they dealing with this whole new reality right now? Uh well,
2: well I mean it seems that everybody's just kind of just trying to figure it out you know um, find other ways to 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 stay relevant to generate uh, revenue to you know just kind of stay out there without being able to physically um, be in the same place with your fans or your followers and all that so it's just been a lot of I mean I'm seeing a lot of my friends some of them are kind of starting to you know have conversations online or you know come up with different challenges or just different little Little things, you know, just what whatever, you know what I'm saying. Like the same with me, like you know, whether really if I, I might DJ online, I you know might have a bring a podcast online, or just you know, you just try to figure it out, man. Everybody just try to
0: figure it out. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so, are they getting anxious about when they can start getting that tour money again, mm-hmm. or are they just kind of cool on that? Or, or well, I think that, the ones I think pretty? the
2: I think I think that this is a a true teller for a lot of people, you know, especially in the hip hop world, be a lot of floss and a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of stunt and a whole lot of money on Instagram, a whole lot of this and that. And, you know, some of those same people were looking, you know, commenting saying, hey, man, my 1200 ain't came. You know what I'm saying? So you got to know. <laughs> yeah. You got to know on a deeper level. You know, for one, to qualify for the 1200 which is nothing wrong with that, but you can't be balling and qualify for that 1200 You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing. Second thing is, uh, you know, it, it, you know, save your money, man. You know what I'm saying? If you got that $1,200, you are a rapper, save your money, because who knows when you're going to be able to perform again. You know what I'm saying? So, um,
0: you know, the ones who seem to have saved
2: their money seem to be okay. The ones who are not, you know, they're trying to figure out. I don't get into kind people's pockets, but that's not my business. But... Um, I just think, you know, it's for every, even with the, the average American, you know what I'm saying? If we used to living paycheck to paycheck, it just is what it is. We just, have, we just all, everybody just has to be extremely careful and uh, smart right now. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter if you're bothering or not. You know, the thing right now is to save your money and just try to, uh, you know, be ready for whatever.
3: Yeah, not only that, too. I feel like once this is all over, it's still going to be a little sketchy to, I guess, go to a concert. Because now I'm looking, I'm looking at everything else. Like, man, I, it's funny because I rode past, um what's what's the buffet? um One of the buffets around the corner. And I'm yeah. like, man, how the hell do people <laughs> used to eat at a buffet now? Oh, yeah.
4: Like, yeah. going crowd, places like that. Every, yeah. Every, yeah, going
3: crowd. Like, everybody all over the food and all this stuff. Everything's just like German open now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, nah, so, I mean, this
2: is... This is going to change the world. It's like, you know, they're talking about opening up the, uh, opening up businesses again in Texas, you know, and I was yeah. talking about the different phases and, you know, you know, some social distancing and then loosening up on social distancing and eventually loosening up to where everything's back to normal. But realistically, how are we, I'm just sitting there thinking like, how is a DJ? I'm looking like, I don't know if social distancing is really going to ever be a thing if you open up businesses and say the club is open and we got a social distance in the club. We are got a social distance in the restaurant. the, yeah. the the, the, the reality of that happening. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know how it's going to work, so.
4: And yeah. I don't understand how we're supposed to know um, that the coast is clear. Like, who's to say that the virus is out of the air or out of, you know, whoever's carrying it? Who's to say that, you know, it's time and we're ready to be around different people and crowds again? I'm not... Right. Don't be the first person jumping to go outside when they say that it's time to go outside. I'm yeah no say. no I'm gonna
2: let that i I <laughs> definitely i
4: definitely
2: don't wait on that on
3: the first batch to go out you know you what, got, what I mean? Yeah you gotta treat it like the iPhone. When the first iPhone come out you, you just gotta let it, you know, let everybody yeah. get it. Let Yeah this, I'm, gonna
2: wait, I'm
3: gonna wait for the S covid You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah wait for <laughs> the, the new up- yeah wait for the new update. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about opening up the state. I, I know it's going to happen, and it, I'm kind of mixed on it, man, because I feel like, you know, business got to live and survive and everybody getting anxious. But at the same time, it's like if this is really as serious people are saying, then a lot of people are going to get sick as soon as they open the floodgates. So I don't know, man. I ain't going to lie. I miss the gym a lot, and I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably still try to sneak in there. But anything <laughs> else, I, I'm chilling on. I don't know about restaurants and yeah. shows
3: and all that. It might take me a while to get there. But yeah, and you—I don't know if y'all seen the tweet or the article, but I guess they' trying to ease it up, like by opening stuff back up by like the twenty-fourth, if I want to say. Yeah, it's, it's like coming that.
2: up in the next like week or so. Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm, that's that's way too early because we only been in this in a uh, for a month. It's been around a month. Right. Like I mean month. more than.
2: Right. My biggest thing with this whole thing has been is that nobody's ever given us any clear information on this. Shit. You told us for sure you don't have a cure for it. You can't tell us exactly where it came from. You can't you can't tell us shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's like all right, well y'all tired of being at home, so we're gonna open up businesses.
3: Yeah. And, you don't even know, you know the real uh, symptoms.
2: Right. <laughs> right. Like what's right. the
3: real symptoms? Because I know before early on they kept saying, no, if you got the temperature, if you feel tired, you know, get tested. But I think it's more than that. You could be walking I mean, around. So There's
2: still, still so many cases coming up of people who haven't had symptoms in a yeah. testing positive for it. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I don't know, man. It's a scary time, man. You know.
4: So, Donnie, have you picked up any new habits or skills during this time while, while we're all at home?
2: Um, right. Man, yeah, I started playing with, like, little graphic designer apps and stuff like that because I always have a lot of time with, like, a graphic designer. So, <laughs> so Yeah. Uh, I started like messing around with, like the graphic design apps and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, for the most and, and also as well, like for me, the biggest thing has been like, I have like maybe four or five terabytes of music on hard drives, like just spread out all over the place. So it's giving me time to like really get my DJ
0: Serato and and everything together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Most- hypothetical. Let's say somebody, right when they open up the, the state again, uh, somebody offers you 50K to do a show. It's going to be 500 people there, and Rudy Gobert going to be there too. You say <laughs> Who going to be there? Rudy Gobert. Okay. The Utah Jazz player who had the coronavirus and gave it to all his teammates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would do it.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, put me a uh, 50000 right. shit. Put your, um... <laughs> hey, I, I, I'll do
2: it for less 50, than that. 50000 Listen, $50,000, I got enough money to go buy me one of them, you know, one of those suits, man. Put me a quarantine suit <laughs> right, on, you know, man, Go out there and get my check, man. I'm telling you. I oh, swear dude, to God, I ain't, no <laughs> I ain't shaking no hands. I ain't shaking no hands,
3: but... <laughs> Straight up fish sandwiches. <laughs>
2: yeah. Man,
0: so, man. Hey, man, <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. So, so is a handshake officially dead? Can we, uh, can we discuss that real it's quick? Down. Are we, any of us ever hugging and handshaking? It's done by it's ever again. It's done. I don't know if it, hey, it's done.
2: I don't know if anybody ever tried to shake zero hands before, but he'll do the fist. This is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
3: it's weird because, like, you know, once this is all over, you got to have job interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you shake that person's hand? <laughs> no disrespect, player. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice um, to meet you. You yeah. Yeah, well, Chase, you
0: meet with yep. him you got to get an executive position and he reaches out his hand and you're like, uh. no disrespect, player.
3: <laughs> and you know he going to shake some hands. He, you know he going to throw his hand out there. So you gotta be the of one course. to disrespect, yeah. Man, that's crazy. I'm the DAP king too, man. It's gonna be hard for me. I got, I got to keep my hands in my pockets.
0: You gotta do yourself, man. Just, <laughs> <the> hell, man. <laughs> it's over now. <laughs> the black thing. We bring out the black fist. <laughs> this is back, man. What up, people? Oh man, that's funny. But speaking of the stimulus check, though, I was curious. Did y'all get y'all check yet? and what y'all spend it on, and are y'all voting for Trump now?
4: (laughs) I got my check, for sure, and it's just in my savings. I don't know what I'm doing with it. I have not decided. Um, That, too, I feel like there's a lot of controversy behind that check, too, so I'm not even touching it, honestly, right now. I'm not um
0: you don't have to pay it back Jasmine yeah I, I, I'm
4: not too yeah I'm not too nervous about having to pay it back or like because that's something too that I've been asked or like that's been circulating around like my my circle of friends if we're gonna have to pay it back but I don't know it's just it's in the savings now I gotta I gotta <laughs> cook up something nice I want to invest it into something but I just haven't quite decided what yet
0: oh that's the that's a Nipsey effect oh <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> hey, that's the stocks, man. Piggy, did you get your check yet, bro?
3: I did, man. I did. I'm pissed because um, me and my wife filed our taxes together, so that's both of our shit. Ain't like I got my own shit. Oh
4: dang, yeah. So,
3: so I'm, I'm sorry about that, but but yeah, shoot, I ain't gonna lie, man. A, a broken clock is right twice a day. So <laughs> I've been seeing a bunch of people like bashing the twelve hundred dollars. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm never accepting that from that president and blah, blah. Like, shit, give me that money then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, man, like, I don't I don't like them at all. I don't care for them. But, hey, good looking, man. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of people need this shit. So, yeah, man, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with getting it and stashing yeah.
4: it. And it's better than nothing.
3: Yeah, no, for sure,
2: for sure. And, you know, I, I don't know, man. A part of me kind of feels like, you know, they, they've been opening up these businesses, man. They know y'all got that 1,200, man. <laughs> they want y'all to stimulate that economy, man. Go ahead, take <laughs>
4: That's what's really going on. That's why we just got that, uh, it's not a coincidence that uh, the day after, a lot of people already got that stimulus check that they're talking about reopening businesses online and they gonna all. Open businesses go. They're gonna, yeah. they gonna drop all the lives Jordans. All the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the iPhone was on. They uh, uh, announced the iPhone release not too long ago, earlier this week, yeah. I believe.
2: Yeah. yeah. Trump think he Trump think he low. He ain't low. We seen it going to stimulate that economy in
4: the going
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know your a businessman first.
0: So
4: always.
0: Uh so jasmine had a lovely quarantine birthday. And <laughs> if you haven't sent her a present yet, people and listeners sent her something. But uh so how how was your quarantine birthday, girl? Was it uh, how, What was your attitude like going into it? Did you enjoy it? Did you have a good time? How, how was it?
4: Well, I didn't know what I was going to do before all of this happened anyway. So it kind of, like, made it easier for me. <laughs> I ended up getting crab legs. That's the only thing that I really just wanted on Tuesday. I wanted to go get some crab legs. They were good. And then um, a bunch of my uh, close family and friends they called in on zoom and we had a toast and I got drunk on zoom with my family and friends so that was cool but other than that you know that was it it was it was very chill it was very peaceful and it just I I feel like this time is very much so about just appreciating what's important so I felt like the birthday absolutely magnified the fact that I couldn't do anything so what was important was that I still talked to all my family and friends like you know, I still had a good day.
0: I just didn't go anywhere. Uh, we we had some music come out. We didn't have a podcast last week, of course. So some things dropped. Uh, we all took a little bit of a listen. Well, I didn't really, but you guys did. So <laughs> <laughs> let's start with the biggest release right now, which is the baby. He dropped a album, "Blame It on the Baby." Um, he had a uh, the album art had him with the. Uh, quarantine mask on and everything so I don't know if this was something he just made recently or that was just album art he put on there to be relevant Um, I've seen mixed reactions to this album man Uh, I know some people were saying he made the same song over and over again ever since he dropped "Sug," they've been saying every song sounds like "Sug," and they've been a little bit critical about that Uh, personally I thought his last album it was a lot of songs that sounded the same to me uh, so I, I don't I don't know if it was just me not being the biggest fan of him or uh, maybe it was actually the case. But I know Jasmine, you are a fan and you enjoy yeah. his music. So what do you think about this new album?
4: Um, I thought this album was. It seemed very rushed. Not I don't want to say rushed. It just seemed very like just kind of put together. Like there wasn't much thought behind it like as as opposed to kirk that came out was it last year or yeah late last year kirk you could tell he he put a little bit more thought into it this one just kind of seemed like um he did try he gave us a little difference in his sound but other than that i wasn't too impressed with it there were a lot of the beat selection was weird for me like he had a song what was it um light skin it reminded me of uzi song the song that y'all were mentioning that had the um, pinball uh theme song references he had a lot of that and a lot of gaming sounds in his production which i haven't you know i haven't personally heard that in music in a while other than lil uzi like recently so that was interesting to hear that he played off of that when we haven't heard you know we've already always been um critiquing him for sounding the same. But he had a song with Ashanti and Megan that I think could have been really, really dope. But I just, it, I personally wasn't a fan of the, the lyrics. I think the lyrics really made that. It's weird. Like, I don't know. You have to listen to it.
1: Well, what out with
4: the time. lyrics? Ashanti's lyrics just didn't do it for me. They were just, they they lack substance for me. They okay. lack substance for me. They just, they, I don't know. They... But he could, I feel like he really could have had something. I don't know. I don't know if the baby, I appreciate him for trying different music. I think my favorite track had to be with Young Boy, NBA Young Boy, but it wasn't my favorite album from him. His first album was, and I don't even know if he considered it an album, but um, the first thing he put out before Shook was my favorite of
0: his. What's that, uh, Baby Young Baby?
4: Yeah, I think so.
0: I think that actually
4: had sugar on oh, it. Baby on Baby. Yeah, no, it does have sugar on it. You're right. That was my favorite of his body of
0: work. All right. Donnie, are you a fan of Um, uh, He's all right. He's cool. I, I, a
2: lot of it is the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and like, I, I've been listening to rap for a long time, bro. So like, I just look at it differently. You know, um, like I be one of I be one. I'm really into like backstories. Like I, I'm into like the whole thing with rap. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Especially if I don't necessarily enjoy your music from the first listen. Yeah, you know it's cool. It's trendy. Um, it's not necessarily like my favorite stuff, but it's cool. I play it, of course.
1: You know? Mm.
2: Yeah, I can tell you that. You know what I'm saying? I can't really. I'm not necessarily a fan, but he's hot though.
0: That's honest, man. I kind of feel the same about him. Uh, I, I don't feel like he, I think he tried, to, from what I heard of this album, he tried to reach out the box a little bit because I think that uh, he did hear the criticism about all his music sound the same. So he tried to mix it up a little bit from what I heard, but he still kind of got the same delivery on the songs. He only got so much he's going to talk about on the, on the songs.
4: Yeah, uh, content is the same. Very
0: much so the same. It's kind of disappointing because you feel like if he could really be a great rapper, if he just had a little more. For example, I thought the first song on Kirk, his last album, where he's talking about his dad, mm-hmm. I thought that was probably one of the best songs I heard from him in a long time. <coughs> so, so that's better. that's probably his best record, just in my opinion. You know what I mean? I I think so it. too. Because actually, he was actually talking about something. There was some storytelling there. There was a lot of stuff going on. But the very next song sound like Sug 2.0. And so I can you back on that now. So I don't know, man. Piggy, are you still a fan, even though he's getting slandered online?
3: Um, I'm I'm a fan, I'm still a fan, but I wasn't a fan of this album, man. This album, if I felt like his last album, Kirk, was really polished. I felt like this one was probably if I felt like this album should have been released before Kirk. This was this felt like a come up album. Like I'm trying to get in the game, trying to get warm type of album to me. I don't know, I don't know, like the, the people we had on it was top notch people, but for some reason the feeling felt like he, it it, it kind of had a mixtape type of feeling to it. Like he really, threw, like he threw some songs together. Kind of like a, um, I don't want to say like Meg's last pro, um, album or project. But it felt like he just kind of threw it together and just put it out there. I felt like Kirk was more executed <laughs> yeah. from a um, from an artist's album standpoint. But like you said, I felt like... Um, I, I said this numerous times on this podcast. I felt like he... Um, it, I felt like it go way left when people try to go outside the box too much. I, I don't think you could just have one style and then totally go outside the box on the um on the next project i think you kind of got to learn to uh switch your flow up a little bit maybe work with a new team type of thing but when people start telling you how everything sounds the same and the next project is like oh let me switch it up i feel like you know i feel like you're going to piss off everybody at that point because you got the fans that loved the music before and now they pissed off because the music is different. It's not the same, the baby. And then you got the new people like, oh, nah, like, nah, this, this ain't good at all. So, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel bad for artists like that, but yeah. I think I think uh, his producer, his producer, I feel like his producer holding them back, the, um, the guy that made Shook, because all of his stuff sound the same. And if your producer ain't really growing with you, I think you need to, um, I don't want to say bounce, but you need to kind of step somewhere else to try to get a different mindset. Because otherwise, if he keep dealing with that producer, you're going to have that same type of music. Or well, they could just be doing if
2: it. If it ain't broke, don't
3: fix it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I mean, I'm the same way. I was I was probably, what, uh, probably the only one on this podcast talking about how Meg don't need to change her style that much. Mm-hmm. She need to stick to what's working. And um, I, I know this is a little irritating. I know you want to hear more, but I felt like what she was doing with the twerking stuff was really working. So uh, I wouldn't leave it quite yet until she, you know, get to where she want to be. And then, you know, you can switch it up. But, yeah, I um I just – I don't know, man. If it, if it's working for him, then you know, stick with it. But if it gets to the point where it's not working, then I think you're in a tough spot.
0: Side sidebar, real quick, too. I am a little surprised that there are so many big releases lately that people are even still releasing music right now because they've they've already done reports and streaming is low. Like streaming numbers have declined a lot. Uh, probably because everybody trapped at home yeah. um, A lot of people listen to music When you're doing something else yeah. And so when you're, not, when you're just at home Chilling People don't usually put on music And just listen to it from start to finish Yeah So I'm yeah. a little bit surprised That everybody's still releasing on these big labels I guess some revenue's better than nothing But I'm a little surprised They haven't shifted their release calendar To at least when people are outside again they start
3: dropping, but yeah, it's oh, no. weird, it's weird because like sometimes I find myself listening to um Pandora or just a um random playlist, but I haven't been listening to rap music like that, like yeah. i t- I just haven't been in the- re- mood to listen to a new release unless it's somebody I really want to hear from, yeah mm-hmm. so i uh, usually, like you said, usually i I'll jump in the car on my way to work and I'm listening to new music, but I don't just wake up throughout the day and then just say, oh, yeah, let me see what this the baby hitting for or let me see what Tory Lanez hitting for. i I usually be in the car. <laughs> so it's been hard for me to listen to new music. I'm usually listening to R&B now.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think that's the mood in the whole country, man, honestly. Like people work out to music. You can't go to the gym now. Can't drive around, so there's no car music. It's like it's everybody a little bit stuck right now, and I'm, I'm really surprised that everybody's still dropping. But I'm glad for it because we got something to talk about on this podcast. But at the same time, you know, I'm a Have little surprised. By it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So, uh, Jasmine, you heard the new Kalani single too. What'd you think about that?
4: Uh, it was cool. I'm looking for. I don't know what I'm looking for out of her but it wasn't that I just I'm ready for the album though I want to see what she's I want to see if she's gonna address the party um, song I want to see if she's gonna continue to address YG Um, I'm just interested in new music from her but that that single wasn't my favorite of the ones that she's been releasing lately like toxic and um, the Valentine's Day different you know the ones before okay
0: uh, and, and random comment that had nothing to do with that. But did you see the uh, Janae Ico and Big Sean IG live? I'm pretty oh. sure. You did. I watched watched that, that
4: live. Yes, so I watched that live. It was very, um, it was very interesting. They're very, they're an interesting couple. Like you can tell that they, um, they're very weird. They're both very weird. But I think it was also too like they kept mentioning that they were on live. That's not something that they typically do that they both were on live with each other like that's not something that they are a couple for i guess i don't know but it was interesting the questions and the stuff they chose to answer was was fun to hear i listened to the album on top of um, it wasn't sitting on top of the stand but um i uh, i enjoyed the album though it was cool i i liked the features the features that that were on there were interesting. And I honestly haven't, I didn't listen to, I don't know the last time I listened to a division project in its entirety. So this is the first time in a while, but I, I appreciated the, the diversity. Like I didn't expect some of the features that he chose or they chose rather the group.
0: So put me onto the, the, the division. Cause I never really, I'm heard of them, but I don't really know anything of them. No, the is the truth. A word? Yeah, I can chime in on that. Hey, I like okay. the vision, man. If
2: this your first project, check out the two that came before this.
0: Really. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, what, what type of music? Is it like R&B group, or what is it? It's R&B. I believe
2: it's supposed to be a group, but it's really like one guy who's a singer. Oh, I'm okay. So I
3: was about to say, is this a guy or a girl or both? No, it's a guy. Yeah, like he's a guy. actually under,
2: uh, he's OVO and all that. Uh, he's under Drake and all that. Oh, uh-huh. shit.
3: Yeah, Is he, is he writing is, for Drake? <laughs> you say what now? Is he writing for Drake? Is he going
2: to... Um, uh, he might <laughs> be in that, in that OVO camp with, uh, with Party and all them. You know what I mean? Probably behind the scenes working on stuff. But, <laughs> Drake man, the vision
3: is very dope, though. Very dope. Yeah. So Drake going to take, take all the good songs and lead them with the throwaways. <laughs> hey, that's how that camp goes, man. But they pay pay, so... Hey, there ain't nobody <laughs> complaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, some people were. I love McConan complaining, but that's the only person I heard. Uh, So let's run through these last ones real quick. Um, Playboy Cardi, I'll admit, I fuck with his music. I was looking forward to this new album he's supposed to be putting out. He was supposed to release it last year. Never came out. Uh, He did release a new single. Uh, I got to say, I wasn't too impressed with it. Uh, compared to what I heard from before, it sounded like a knockoff Young Thug song. Um, that's not what I'm used to from him. He was one of the dudes who what, was. What's
3: knockoff Young Thug song? Which one? What song?
0: The Playboy Cardi song. The hot. It sound like hot. No, it it, it just sounds like. Oh, oh yeah, the, the delivery thug. sound. The delivery sounds like Young Thug, basically. Oh, okay. It sounds like a song Young Thug would make.
3: Mm, okay. And it didn't
0: sound like a cardi song to me you could argue like he's one of the young thug children who kind of took that whole thing but he sounded different up to me but this song ain't really do it for me man uh the song he has a snippet out with drake uh that was supposed to drop i think this week too but it didn't but i'm looking forward to that one this song didn't do nothing for me man hopefully the album is better he did name it Meh, so maybe he knew it was kind of whack, but he just wanted to something. I don't know. But uh, I hope the actual album is better, man. I say it says a shameless Playboy Cardi stand. The you album was meh. Better, Cardi. What's that? I said the album was Meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully the album ain't Meh. The song was Meh, but the album hopefully it ain't Meh. Uh, and West Side Gun of Griselda, also dropped an album too called Pray for Paris. Uh I think you heard this one, man. What'd you think about it?
3: I did, man. It's um one of them albums that you just comfortable with. If you like this type of music, this is what you'll like, man. I think it's good. The the one song that stood out to me that I was really surprised at was a song with uh Joey Badass and Tyler the creator. Oh wow. <laughs> I mm-hmm. never thought I I never pictured them two on the same track together. So um it was actually a pretty dope track. I think it's a smooth album. Um, he got Freddie Gibbs on here. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good album, man. I, I like it. Uh, I won't go track for track, but if, if you know who Griselda is, you will like this. I mean, you, you know what type of music he bringing. So, um yeah, it's a dope project.
0: Donnie, are you a Griselda fan? Yeah, I like what
2: they're doing, man. They they bringing it, uh, they bringing it the back, man. You know, what I'm saying that 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 real um real East Coast sound. You know what I'm saying? Because for a while, it was kind of like the East Coast was kind of trying to figure out how they can do with the South or you know Chicago or whatever else is doing. But um, no, the the other is sticking to the coast, man. I like it.
0: Uh, so fucking man, let, let's skip ahead and get in some uh some of the IG battles. We're talking about the IG stuff from before. Uh, the most famous one probably thus far happened, I want to say it was last week. Uh, so DJ Premier faced off against Rizza. The Teddy Pinner the Teddy, the Teddy Riley, and Babyface thing never happened. I don't know if that's still gonna happen or not. I heard it's supposed yeah, to happen on tomorrow the,
4: on the 18th, yeah, tomorrow. It,
3: oh, it's actually happening now, yeah,
4: yeah.
3: I was actually excited about that too.
4: Yeah, they yeah. Babyface actually had Corona, he said that his family and that was part of the reason they rescheduled it that they had the coronavirus
0: and he was recovering so did mm-hmm. Teddy Raleigh lie because Teddy was acting like he was the one who called it off because he wanted to do it on a different platform and all this crap so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think everybody was lying yeah
3: I don't know who to c- believe no more I am about to say uh, Jasmine must have seen it on 24hournews.com or something <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, I was just playing so, so that's happening tomorrow hopefully I'll, pr- I'll try to check that one out I meant to check out this one RZA and DJ Premier I'm a big fan of both of them but I just forgot it was on when it was on and I forgot to check the YouTube after it happened but everybody is saying this was an actual good battle they were actually spinning their own shit wasn't just playing it off of YouTube or whatever and I saw people were really excited about it so, for y'all who saw it, uh, what would you think about it and who do you think actually won?
2: I think uh great battle. Probably one of the best, you know what I'm saying? The, the T-Pain and Lil Jon battle was much more better than I thought it was going to be just because, I mean, for one, you forgot how I many classics they have, but they just personality. But as far as on the hip-hop level, like, this was the ultimate battle, you know what I mean? Um, very good. I mean, of course, they both they both have classics. I feel like I feel like um, I feel like Green kind of took it a little easy on Riz. You know, he spared, him. he spared. You know what I'm saying. He still came out with the win, but there are a lot of records that he didn't play. Because he could have slipped Riz all over the head. You know what I mean? But um, they ended up. I think it was supposed to be what 20 records a piece or something like that. But once they got into like 21. That's when Rizzo started playing stuff <laughs> that's when he started playing stuff like he did with uh can we get too much higher? <laughs> and, all that. and uh he really turned up in the in the end, uh kind of balanced it out. So I mean pre-premiere pre- one, but it was it was barely. That's always because he kind of held back. And Rizzo turned up in that last the last uh half.
3: Think
0: what you think about it, man?
3: Um, I thought it was great, man. Like as a as a fan of that music, a fan of hip hop, man, I was, I was, I'm telling you, I had my AirPods in. I was nodding my head the whole time, man. Like everything they play, i like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I was just, like, I was just so excited just to see them two going back and forth like that. I never thought I would see that. Like, I, I knew they was, you know, um, I knew they met each other and had respect for each other, but I never thought I would see anything like that. So um, it was good to hear, man. But who well, I think won? I think um, I want to use the cliche and say hip hop oneness and all that other <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs>
3: but um, I think I think um, Premier won it, man. I think I a lot of people thought Rizzo was gonna get smoked, but um, he was actually going. He was actually going. No, I thought he was gonna get smoked. not
2: if, if it wasn't for the bonus round, he would have got smoked.
3: Yeah, and, and too, I think um, I think Rizza left a lot of stuff off too. He only played like maybe one song off of Jizz's album. So he could have played that whole album and you know, been going back and forth. But um uh, for some reason he was I mean, he had to play no Kanye. He was playing a lot of stuff he didn't have to play. But um I think it was just good hearing premiere, it was good hearing the stories. They was um, pretty much giving back stories on um, certain songs and where they was at when that song came out. So it was just good. It was kind of like sitting around the campfire while these two OGs giving all these stories. So uh, it w- that part was really good. I really enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, it was it was a, it was a damn good battle, man. The, it, it was a little it was a little irritating at first because RZA was messing up his sound. Like the he was trying to get the sound together and all that stuff, but um, uh, it was kind of dope because I was I was watching the whole live and it was kind of dope how people was um uh, trying to tell them what to do, fix the sound. So you had people like LL Cool J, like, oh, put this, put the phone by the speaker, <laughs> uh, put the jack in this, and turn it up more, and everybody was just feeding in, and then um. I guess DJ Premier got a text from Parks, who's on the uh, Joe Budden podcast, and he said, "Hey, Parks said, make sure you screw this in and blah blah blah." And um, he did it, and then it', it been money since. No, so I, I just, I just, I just think that whole setup was dope, man. You you had everybody in there, every everybody was on that live just talking and you know, um, texting emojis and all that stuff. So. Man, it was it was pretty badass. I, 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 I enjoyed it, man, and I'm glad Title came out with the playlist soon. It soon as it was done. Oh yeah. So um, like- it's it's a good playlist, and they And that's the other thing too. That's the one thing I kind of um, hate about these type of battles that they leave a lot of good shit off. Man, Premier left a lot of good shit from Jay Z off. He left he left a lot of good shit from Nas that you know. Uh, of course RZA left a lot of shit off but it was a real good battle man I enjoyed
0: it we we needed that one <laughs> yeah I'm glad I'm glad they they actually because I felt like the whole thing was getting a little bit stale um, not in terms because I mean but like you said the little John and T-Pain one was fun but if this was going to keep remaining interesting and get everybody's attention you had to have bigger names attached to it and this was one that, you know, people have been talking about for the longest time. Who's better producer, RZA or DJ Premier? Um, I feel like if you really go hit for hit and DJ Premier would smoke them. But I'm glad it was more competitive than that. I'm glad that they kind of mixed it up and didn't just play everything that everybody just expected them to play. So I do kind of wonder, because this actually happened, if the whole battle thing has peaked so far. Because, okay, we got Babyface and Teddy Riley tomorrow, maybe. And after that, you know, unless we can get a Diddy and Dr. Dre or somebody involved, and Diddy say he's not going to do it because his catalog is too too much. I'm like, okay. And Dr. Dre, I doubt he's going to do it. So after all this, where would you go in terms of battles? Like, what, what can really even be on par with what we've seen already? I don't know. Pharrell and Kanye, I gotta go though, but guys, Pharrell and Kanye was really dope to do. But I gotta get it. I gotta go to the studio. All right, Donnie, cool. appreciate Thanks it.
1: Thanks for, right. for joining Thank us. Thank
0: you. All right, bro. <laughs> that's that's actually a good uh, a good suggestion though. Pharrell and Kanye. That would be good. That would actually be really big. Uh, I know Kanye is not big on playing his more vulgar music now, so I don't know how that would go. I don't know if he's gonna play all hits off of Jesus is King. Or something. Yeah. But that as far as beat for beat, that would be tough. Yeah. I don't know who I pick there.
3: Between wow. Kanye and Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah. I think, man, the only what I'm I'm actually wasn't really interested to see Kanye in the beat battle unless he unless he's actually doing what he did at that um remember he was in Wyoming and he was like performing on the thing and he was doing all this. Oh yeah. Like, I want to see that, man. I don't want to see him just play records from a laptop. Like, if if he going to do it, man, I want them to go all out. I want him to be in that type of mode, just playing random shit like that, doing what um, pretty much A-Rab music do, and go against somebody like a Pharrell or whoever. Because, I, yeah, otherwise, I'm not really interested to just see him sitting at a laptop and just, you know, playing – you know, um, life is good or, you know, stuff like that. I think he really got to get in his bag. And, 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 oh, go ahead.
4: I feel like um, Kanye wouldn't do a live for the simple fact of like, like you're saying, he would want it to be live. Like he would probably want to do it live. And he's such a perfectionist. I just can't see him battling someone over Instagram live without him having Either one rehearsing it numerous of times and having a down pack, but which you can't really do in a live battle because you don't know what's expected of the other person. And two, like, um, in order for him to recreate some of the stuff that he did, it I, I just don't, you know, I I don't know. It's beyond my my mind of how the um how his setup would be on an Instagram live battle. So I just that's that's why I would think that Kanye would refrain from doing something like that. I think, um I think Pharrell would definitely do it too, but not necessarily um on his laptop either. I think the good thing about this is a lot of the creatives, like when it came down to the producers, they're not the type that's that's the ones that are just playing songs for their laptops. That was more so like the songwriters or playing it just through their speakers. It was like if you saw like Lil John and um Lil John and uh who was it? What's his name? T-Pain. They're actual DJs, so they were they were playing, you know, they gave us a set, like, more so during the live than than anything, which was what made it entertaining. I think they, like, I think Pharrell and Kanye would both equally give that if that opportunity ever did, did come about.
0: So, let's get into some topics, man. Other things that happened this week. Uh, so, we missed this last week. Why do the weekend and Usher have beef? Because apparently the weekend, who used to not do interviews, I guess he does interviews now once in a while. Uh, he did an interview, and he was talking about Usher's climax record and how they yes. basically jacked his sound for that record. And I think Diplo produced that song and yeah. they've been going back and forth about that. I don't know if Usher actually said anything about it. I know Diplo came and he basically said that he was kind of inspired, but other people in Usher's camp said that there was no relation. I think Usher might have said he was just doing his own thing. So I want to know what y'all's take on this is. Who's right and who's wrong? Because uh, Usher is a dude who, had hey, I mean, everybody in R&B kind of follows trends. And the weekend has set some trends. So, who is right and who is wrong in this Is the weekend being petty or did Usher really jack his sound for that climax record?
4: Uh, I think, I don't think the weekend was being, uh, I wouldn't say petty. I didn't read it in a petty way. I think his delivery was wrong. Like, I didn't think he was trying to be disrespectful, but I think he was a little arrogant and in his initial statement as to where people took it wrong and people took it as though like he meant like usher stole his sound and usher you know and that's when people started coming for him but then if I'm not mistaken, he tried to um like clear it up or clear up his his initial comments and that statement was just as arrogant so i I don't know i I don't really rem- know what's caused or like what the um retaliation for usher the only thing that i saw from him on his behalf was um he just like posted a clip singing the song and like in the you know in the falsetto range that the song actually is in and then i saw a lot of caping coming from more so eric bellinger who wrote the song more so than mm-hmm. usher So I, I i don't know and then diplo i did see diplo's response as well who was um saying like you know usher was the muse for that song i mean the weekend was the muse for that song the production of that song so, I don't know.
0: So, the actual comments from the weekend, from the interview, uh, he, he said, quote, I heard Climax, that Usher song. It was like, holy fuck, that's a weekend song. It was very flattering, and I knew I was doing something right, but I also got angry. But the older I got, I realized it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And Dip, I, I kind of feel like Diplo is being a little political, because he kind of rode the fence, you know. Yeah yeah so i think he knows he got to work with the weekend at some point so he didn't want to completely just throw him under the bus and say nah the weekend had nothing to do with that record and it was all usher because yeah. usher Usher is an older star you know he's kind of set but the weekend's still going up and doing his thing so biggie what's yeah. your take on this man who's right um uh... I probably, I don't know. I never thought this
3: was a weekend sound. I was, when you mentioned that, I was trying to think like, dang, is that song a weekend sound? I never really thought that song, I mean, well, listened to that song and thought, damn, this kind of sounds similar to Weekend. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe my ear's a little different. But um, I just ain't really hear him um, in that song i I'm even trying to picture him singing that song or being on it i just' yeah. don't, I just don't really see it so i'm a i'm I'm gonna say uh weekend was being a little petty on there i, I felt feel like he's talking a little more maybe because he dropped the album, but um yeah, I think he' being a little
0: petty right now i agree uh i mean the way to be fair in context, the comments weren't that bad. Uh, and, and everybody feels like they've been bitten, you know, at some point. Uh, I mean, if The Weeknd wants to talk about biting, you got to talk about how he'd be biting Michael Jackson. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he done made a song. Wrote that song on the, the Starboy album, I forget what it's called, but y'all know it. I thought uh, that was an unreleased Michael Jackson song the first few times I heard it. And when I heard it by The Weeknd, yet, not, not Can't Feel My Face, It um, was another one. What's that song called? I, I Hear It Coming or something like that? <laughs> uh,
4: the Feeling. Something about the feeling. Feeling come, I know what you're talking about. Yes,
0: yes, that song. Yeah. Uh, that song is a re- recreation of a Michael Jackson song. I don't care what anybody says, man. That's Michael Jackson. Right <laughs> so if you want to talk about biting, you got to address the fact that you bit a dead man and didn't give him credit for it, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's my MJ rant for the day. Uh, so what else is going on? Oh, yeah, some other funny shit I saw. Uh, did y'all watch Diddy's Easter IG Live? Yes. Oh, my God, I you were going
4: to bring this
0: up. Yes. yes. I'm glad you well, brought this up. Something really funny happened. Uh, so apparently Lizzo, I, I guess Diddy had a uh, Easter IG Live where, and, you know, by the way, he looks really... I know everybody look kind of rugged now, but Diddy looks super rugged on this damn. No, movie. oh he looks no, old. no. Did you see DJ Khaled? <laughs> yeah, DJ Khaled looks like a grandfather.
3: Man, yeah. he looked he look like somebody that work in the uh, corner store. Man,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> like no disrespect, but damn, yeah. man, this quarantine hitting people hard.
0: <laughs> I, and I know
3: Diddy had all that gray hair. Yes, I, I, I didn't know, I, I know he's fifty, but I I know he. I guess he always keep the clean fade, the clean face. Yeah. So, but
0: it's hit people hard now. People start to look their age, man. You starting to see people without the fancy face technology and the skincare and
1: the, uh-huh. and
3: yeah. the barbers
0: and Everyone the beard cutting. People are looking their age, man. It's very interesting.
3: It's it's kind of shocking because I figure what like celebrities they probably had their own personal barber who who you know they'll still get a haircut regardless but uh, i'm kind of impressed that they going without it they actually
0: stand inside Mm -hmm. yeah i mean they don't really have a choice plus i think they think it makes people look it makes them look more relatable you know so it could be that too it could be like a pr thing you don't want to look too pretty when everybody else during this time a little rugged and don't care. Or you could just look like an asshole. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, so, what happened on his Easter Live was he was having a bunch of guests get on and dance. His sons were in the background, of course, doing their little ditty box and whatever. And at one point, he invited Lizzo on. Lizzo joins. She's dancing to I don't know what song. I want to say it was a YG song or something. Some some think,
3: ratchet shit. I think I think it was I want to say it was Black Youngster or Black Youngster or Yeah. It was uh it
0: was,
4: uh, was Moneybag Yo and, uh, and
0: Black Youngster. Black, yeah. yeah. Okay. One, two, so, three. This song starts playing uh, and it has curse words in it. And Lizzo starts twerking and Diddy tells her to stop. He's like, stop, 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 stop. And Lizzo says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And Diddy says, this is a family, family live. So so n- none of that. Uh, interesting enough, though, apparently later in the broadcast, he had Drea on. Or Drea. Drea. I don't know, he said her name, Drea on. And she was twerking to back that ass up. He uncensored back that ass up, apparently. Yeah. and And everybody was moving and grooving with it, and there were no complaints. So, yeah. of course... Twitter blew this up, made it a whole thing, said he was fat shaming, said he only stopped Lizzo because she was fat and twerking and he was disgusted, (laughs) but he let the skinny girl twerk and he said, you know, Diddy hates fat people, he's fat Uh, shaming, and everybody's being toxic, and Diddy is a scumbag. Well,
4: to Diddy's defense, Dreya was not twerking like drea like if you watch if you follow drea you've seen drea's work like you've seen her work as far as like her being in the comfort of her own home her being out in the club or in a party atmosphere twerk drea wasn't giving it her all purposefully i believe in that live twerking lizzo the comparison lizzo was full on twerk, like like bent over twerking is what I saw the di- the song difference is where he fucked up and said it was because of the song I know he couldn't probably say like you can't be bent over like that he like he didn't want to make it about the twerking because that was gonna be a bigger issue but the fact that um you know you have Dre on right after that and the song is just as bad as the one that you were listening to before that is a little bit but Another thing I did notice is the Black Youngster song was talking about, you know, fellatio and stuff like that. Whereas the "Back That Ass Up" song is a classic song; everybody knows that song, so it's not—it's no surprises in that song. Like we know what us we know the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's that's what I was about to say, man. I think it's like "Back That Ass Up." I know it's—I know I'm sure. I guess that was the uncensored. I thought it was the clean version. I wasn't paying attention, but yeah, I know I know the one, two, three song. He was getting down. He was, he was talking about she had sucked dick and blah 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 blah. Like once he once black youngster said that, then that's when Diddy came running in the camera like whoa 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 whoa,
4: whoa. whoa, whoa yeah
3: yeah because it's one thing you know listening to bat that ass up, but once you start talking about actually sexual acts then and because it sound it did sound vulgar where you know if you're a grown ass man and you got kids you'll be like whoa you know you'll you'll jump a little bit like whoa but yeah. um so i i don't know i don't think i don't think that he was fat shaming i think he i think literally i think it was just straight up cussing it wasn't like like i said girl you look good don't you bad that ass you know it's it wasn't too much cussing but when you and start talking thing, about sucking dick, it's just like, whoa, whoa. Like, wait a minute.
4: One thing, too, if you notice, that the difference between Dre, Drea's video with him and um, Lizzo's is Dizzy, Diddy wasn't in Lizzo's. Like, Diddy was clearly... It, it appeared that Diddy was off to the side doing his own thing. Like, he wasn't even focused on the dance-off at that point in time. Like, like you said, he just heard... He just heard what he heard and then rushed to the camera frame diddy was actually in the camera frame with drea so she so he saw what Dre. you know he was able to 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 um police what was going on in Dreya's video
0: so here is uh diddy's actual explanation of it here's actually what he said happened during this event why he stopped uh during the lizzo part
2: Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, check this out, y'all. The whole Combs cartel, we just got finished eating. We tired from dancing. Hey, yo, there's one thing that I want to make clear. Like, 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 like my, 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 my queen, my sister Lizzo, when I stopped the music it was because it had a lot of curses in there, not because she was twerking. She's one of the best twerkers in the world, okay? So let's keep that clear. It right. wasn't about twerking. You allowed to twerk on Easter. It was about, it was a lot of cursing in the record, and I don't need child services knocking on my door right now. You understand? <laughs> so that's why I stopped the record. But Lizzo, we love you. Love and you, everybody, and yo, everybody stop looking for the
3: negative. Look at the positive, man. Let's go to the love. We love y'all. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Thank you, man. Stop looking for the negative.
0: Yeah. Huh. I mean, he he right, but I'm the type of dude who looks for the negative, so I can't
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I can't agree with that sentiment. <laughs> so let's get into some what a bro knows shit. Yeah. Uh, so I saw Jasmine posted a caption from uh, the Shade Room Great Debates. Uh, yes. A Lady by the name of Big Booty No Judy tweeted, Men, what scares you more? I got a question or we need to talk? Coming from a woman. So, this is a good one. Let me start by asking you, Jasmine, and flipping the tables. Which one of these do you use more? Uh, I have a question. (laughs) Okay.
4: I got a question. What does that
0: usually entail?
4: Probably Why are something you that i following
0: already... this bitch on Instagram.
4: Huh? What you <laughs> Why say? Why are you following
0: this bitch on Instagram?
4: No, um, uh, it probably entails um something that I want you to answer I wanna see what you're gonna say. Like I got a question. Like I have I probably already know the answer to the question, but I wanna see what answer you're gonna provide.
0: So it's like a rhetorical question in a way. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I got a question. Did you like this girl's picture on Twitter? That's your ex. But you know she—you know he did, but you're gonna ask it anyway.
4: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, because I have the evidence that you did it. So when you tell me that you did it, I'm gonna turn around and show you that you did and then
0: we'll go from there. So why not just start it off with, hey, I saw you
1: yes, like this picture. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, can you explain yourself? rather than going that route and trying to set him up like this is Mari or something. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: feel like the other route, um, the other route isn't necessarily a, a, a go-to. It doesn't have to be the first route you choose. I think it depends on the series of events as far as like, you know, what lay, what, why am I to the point where I need to ask you this question? Like, why what, what, why are we here? Or to the point where you just decided that you're not going to tell me on your own, so I need to ask, I need to go ahead and let you know I have a question because you're not, clearly not going to tell me.
0: I get where you're coming from. I'm going to keep picking on you, though, because <laughs> my, my issue with this is why not just say immediately what's on your mind? Why do you gotta play this whole game? Why do you gotta say, we wanna talk, we need to talk? What is that? Talk about what? Because most, right. of the
4: time, because most of the time too, if you've done something and you're guilty, you're gonna be thinking like, oh, you're gonna be trying to get your lie together during that time. And it's, pa- <laughs> it's kind of it's fun for me because it's like, you're getting your lie, you're, you're panicking this whole entire time trying to figure out what the heck is about to go down. And whereas you don't even know what I'm going to ask you. So if you've done something that you have no business doing, and if I end up asking you something, are you going to, how, how, how shitty are you? Are you going to keep that little secret to yourself that you were prepared to tell me because you thought that's what I knew? Or are you going to, you know, um, go ahead and confess all the other stuff that you're doing? Because I, I didn't even ask you that, you know, what you were, what you were hiding.
3: See, that's the wrong way to go. But, I mean, I don't want to spill the beans and nothing like that. But, like, it's it's the best way to catch a guy off guard is, you know, just come guns blazing without him even getting a chance. Because when you say, I got a question, that he already – if he know he did something wrong, he already thinking of a lie or an excuse. Yeah. So he might take his good old time to, you know, to respond or whatever. But if you just come out guns, gun blazing, like, "Hey, you liking this girl picture on Instagram?" or, "Hey, who is this chick?" or, or "Well, I got
4: a question." Is a in-person conversation, in my opinion, it's an in-person or over-the-phone conversation. That's
0: a text question too. That's definitely. I
4: feel like I feel like if you that depends on where you're going with that. I feel like if you. If you ask him via text, then you're not really trying to get down to the bottom of anything because that that is that's stupid. Like you said, that that is that that's giving someone a, a, a enough time to figure out what they want to say. I think for me, the I got a question as somebody that I'm in the face to face with on Facetime with on the phone with because you're not gonna have the opportunity to think think quickly. Like you have to think quickly about shit like that. And if I end up curveballing you and I can I can see, I can tell I'm watching you this whole entire time <laughs> that we're having this conversation. Like, But, but see, I'm this curveballing on you and you're thinking about well, yeah, you and oh, I yeah. can tell in your face that you're not even thinking like, we don't talk- Oh, sorry.
3: Yeah, yeah but yeah. This, this is the one thing that like, if you, if me and you were sitting in the car and you say, "Can I ask you a question?" What if I say no? What if I say nah?
0: <laughs> she ain't gonna just drop it. <laughs> yeah. just that's
3: what I said. But what if I say no? Like that's what I said. Just go guns blazing. Maybe hit them with the. Hey, let me ask you something real quick. Blah 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 blah. You was talking to this girl. You know, just go right in. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't, I I just I, I don't know my wife do it all the time. She well she don't do it in my face. So, sometimes she do but uh-huh. I hate when she texts me like we need to talk. I'll be like what what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> 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 like call me right now bitch. Like what's going Whoa! on? I'll be like concerned. Like even though I ain't doing nothing, but I'll be concerned and then she was like, "Yeah, I just miss you." I'm just like, "Man, like you like, come on now, like, stop doing that shit And I, I tell her all the time Like, just tell me Like, you don't have to text me uh, We need to talk, or can we talk Like, just, or Sometimes she texts me, like, I'm sad Like, so now I gotta be like, what are you sad about? <laughs> or Something's wrong what's, what's wrong? Like, just go <laughs> and say, hey, I'm having a bad day I'm sorry this happened, blah, blah, blah or if you said, just say, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of feeling down. This happened, blah, blah, blah. Or if we about to get evicted, just come out and say, hey, got some bad news. We about to get evicted and blah, blah, like, Don't sit here and, and try to spin, spoon feed me and say, hey, we need to talk. Like, yes. I, ain't, I ain't got enough time for that. Or I have a question.
0: <laughs> like, that's wasting time. I agree, man. Uh I never got I have a question because black men don't cheat. So of course I don't cheat. So I never have wow. those type of questions. <laughs> but I have gotten the we need to talk. And y'all gotta realize how stressful that can be. And, and not just stressful as in oh I'm um, you know, it can mess up somebody's day if you're thinking the worst. And yeah. then like Dickie said, it's nothing important or nothing big at all. You know, whenever I have some big news to tell my girl or whoever I was with, I would tell her right then and there. Because I would. I know, what's the point in saying we need to talk and then wait until I get home to say something? That's a waste of time. I'm gonna come home soon anyway. Why not just talk to me when I get home? Why you gotta preface it in the morning when I'm at work (laughs) and say we gotta talk, messing up my day because I'm thinking about that bullshit now. Then I get home (laughs) and then we talk. Yeah. Because why does it have to be bullshit?
4: Like why do you... Why does it have to be bullshit? Why is it what? that your mind automatically assumes that it's something negative that you have to talk about? That's Jasmine, what ruins you know, the day.
0: You know if you text somebody, we need to talk, it's going to be something bad. You know Not that.
4: necessarily. So what,
0: what, what do you get out of saying we need to talk? and not talking until yeah. hours later. What What does that do for y'all? How, wait, how,
4: how would it you- may be, It may be the fact that I'm in the middle of something and I need to, and I thought I just realized that I need to talk to you about something, like we need to talk. So then, I'm then telling why you- why not just wait? So why not wait until we're talking? It's more of a variety for me. Because I may forget about what it is that you, like the fact that I've texted you in the middle of the day and said, we need to talk. I may be busy in my day, doing whatever the case may, whatever I have going on. And the fact that I've told you that now you're going to remind me that I told you that we needed to talk. I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. We do need to talk. And it will jog my memory as to what we need to talk about. It don't necessarily have to be a negative thing.
3: You got to put some emojis behind that or something. Yes. No, (laughs) there, there, just, just just imagine, Uh just imagine your boss hit you up in the morning. Like, Hey, after you finish your shift, we need to talk. You're gonna be thinking about that shit all day long. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is about to happen? Uh, uh, Like, you better put a, a, you know, a laughing emoji or something. Or say, hey, uh, just remind me, I just gotta ask you something real quick. Um, You know, don't forget or something like that. But, uh, well, well,
4: you want me to say, remind me, I got a question.
3: Yeah, that's cool. That's the same thing. That's
4: the same. That is literally the same thing.
3: But we need to talk.
4: No you you like saying me saying we need to talk is the same thing as me telling you remind me i gotta i need to ask you a question that's the exact same thing the the anticipation is the exact same i don't see how that differs
0: okay jasmine i gotta be honest i'm not buying that at all
4: (laughs) i don't see how that anticipation differs at all like me texting you that you that we need to talk and me texting you like hey remind me i got a question later because you're going to be wanting
0: to know what the question is. Why? Okay, we're in 2020. You got a latest edition iPhone. There are several avenues you could do to remind yourself of anything. You can set an alarm. You can make a note. Make a calendar alert. There's so many things you can do. If it was really about reminding yourself, you could put that shit in your phone. A sticky note, <laughs> anything. To say, well, hey, the thing is, I've personally I gotta talk done about this.
4: this. So I know that I've done this before, so I know it's logical. I don't necessarily have to, I don't use my reminders because that's that, stupid. I don't know how it works. It's dumb. I don't use the reminder app in my phone. So I know for, for a fact that me personally, I have texted people before and told them things that I knew that they were going to ask me about either later when we talked again, that was going to jog my memory to remind myself that I needed to tell them something or we need to talk about something. It wasn't necessarily a negative conversation to have. I do that to Ashley all the time. Like, but as far as you saying, me texting, saying like, I I have a question, remind me, I have a question. That's the exact same anticipate, because you're going to be wondering, why did I, why didn't I just text you and ask the question? That's the exact same thing as me telling you that we need to talk. So like that doesn't make a difference. is what I there was the point that I was just trying to make as opposed like as to what Biggie just said. That doesn't that there was no difference there. Still the same anticipation.
3: I I'm just saying I'll be scared if my boss if my boss texts me and said we need to talk. I'm going to be nervous. I don't know. It's just it, it's kind of nervous a nervous feeling going through my body. But if he said, "Hey, remind me, I got to ask you something real quick or by the end of the day or something like that." It, like I think you got to put a little more extra juice behind it or something, but just a plain no, we need to talk, man. That sounds like a hey you about to we we need to talk about something important.
0: Yes. If if you do
3: a, if you do a little hey remind me I got to ask you a couple things real quick or something mm-hmm. like that then you know it might be you know you might be cool but if you say hey if you send me a text and say we need to talk. I don't know
0: what's going on. That ain't that real serious. <laughs> here, here is the truth about the we need to talk text. The we need to talk text is sent because you're mad about something. You're annoyed by something and you want us to be annoyed too. So you're going to send out a vague text like that just to stress us out because you feel <laughs> stressed out too. And you don't want to be stressed out by yourself. The funniest thing to me is usually when a girl sends a we need to talk text, it's not something that just came up at that moment. It's something that you've been mad about for a day, two days, three days, a week. And you know what else? During that time, we notice something's wrong with you. And we ask you, hey, is everything okay? Are you good? And you say, yeah, I'm fine. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. Then suddenly, a day later, we get the, we talk text. Whatever you're mad about that we got to talk about, we could talk about it last night, the night before, all these times we've been together talking, and you acted like you were okay and nothing's wrong, even though you're acting all pissed off. You could have talked about it right then. But, or you could have
4: yeah. came through and and said what it is that you did
0: a long time no. ago and been
4: transparent. instead when of me, having
0: me, I, don't, when me things I don't out know. Of, when it's me, I don't know because a girl could be mad about something I said off that I need to think about. Something that offended her, but it was nothing to me. So it could be anything. And with that we thought text, y'all yeah, yeah, gotta kill it. Just come out and say it. We just, can resolve it in five minutes. Just come out guns blazing, man. You can't like, I can, res- I can't. you can't do
3: nothing but respect it if you come out guns blazing. If you say, hey, like who was this girl? Or hey, who was this? Like just come out guns blazing. Yeah. Uh.
0: So what else happened? Uh, oh yeah, a, a weird debate happened on Twitter, and I think this is kind of a troll, but I did think it was kind of funny, and I didn't really think about it, but it kind of makes a little bit of sense. A young lady, apparently a young lady, tweeted that a guy ordering dessert on a date is a red flag oh. for me. Oh, you That's seen a that female too? thing to do for I seen yes. that. That was now, <laughs> And everybody got offended. Everybody was saying ain't nothing wrong with a man ordering dessert. But I had to think, man. On a first date, I never thought about ordering dessert. I, <laughs> I feel like you would be kind of weak to get some pie a la mode or something when you want a date with a girl for the first time. <laughs> Am I alone in this?
3: Um, I don't don't think so, man. I think like me personally, I'm not a dessert person. I barely get dessert. I'm usually full after my meal. But um, I don't know. I just I think that's too petty. I I don't think you should judge somebody for you know if they want a um a warmed up brownie or something with ice cream or something. I don't know. I just I don't know. I think I think people get way too carried away though. But I I don't think there's nothing wrong with it, man. I think I think she was I don't know. I think she was way out of bounds. And then she's talking about, you know, a guy can only order a meal,
0: no appetizers. Yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. It's
3: just it's just like, man, like if he paying for it, why he can't order what he wants.
0: Now this tweet was funny though. She said, I would seriously rather a nigga order two meals than to order an appetizer before his meal if you're that damn hungry. You look, you look sassy ordering a spinach dip. You look sassy. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, man. I do feel like women won't come out and admit it sometimes, but y'all look, y'all look for masculine traits in the man. You know, because you want to feel like you're with a strong guy who can protect you if shit gets real, things like that. So yeah. I do. You might not admit this, but in the back of your head, I feel like women would feel a certain type of way that the man was out and you were ordering like a woman. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Jasmine, are, do you agree with that? What do you What do you think about dessert in this whole debate?
4: <laughs> um, to be honest, I had never even. Thought twice about something like that, like until she brought the point up. And I was like, Yeah, I might kind of, that would kind of like make me look a certain type of way, like this nigga is getting dessert right now. Like, but at so, the same time, I don't see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> with it. Like,
3: wait, wait, so you on the, you're on the, you're on the wait, so you on the date with a guy for the first time? Um, he uh-huh. y'all eating everything cool, and at the end, he said, Oh, let me get the um uh, strawberry sundae. With, with extra
0: cherries at the top <laughs> and whipped cream are you judging and then looks
4: man? at me and like do you want anything
0: <laughs> oh yeah now you gonna split it you gotta get your own dessert
4: <laughs> yeah see like that that would be the difference for me like is he gonna look at me and be like do you want anything or is that something he ordered for the both of us because if it's something he ordered for the both of us, then that's fine. But if he's looking at me like, what do you want? And then I'm looking at him a little suspect. Like, okay. Well, I, just, like, I don't know.
3: I can kind of see it now. That do sound kind of crazy. I can, I can kind of see it. Like, I mean, if you're a guy and you treating a woman for the first time, you more kind of, I mean, you're going to eat your plate, but you're more kind of sitting back a little bit, letting her get whatever she wants.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: and then you're like, hey, do you want dessert? Yeah, hey, You want something else? Or you want another drink? Yeah. I, I could kind of see that for the first date. I, I, I guess so, man. I guess I
0: changed my yeah. Uh, So moving on, man. What have y'all been doing this whole quarantine as far as watching uh, new shows, new movies? Um, I've been on my nerd shit. A uh, new Final Fantasy game came out. I've been playing that shit nonstop. So oh, word. I, Hi, look. Yeah. Did, oh, did you get the Resident Evil game? I didn't get the newest one yet. I'm gonna get that probably when it goes on sale. But this new Final Fantasy shit, you know, they they, they remade the game that came out back in like '98.
3: Damn. So is this a trend now, man? Yeah, doing that
0: with a games. lot of games now, man. Yeah,
3: I kind it's, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of like this trend.
0: I, I'm done. I do with too. This, it's yeah. the same as movies. They're remaking movies all the time now. They're remaking video games.
3: This this is better than the movies to me, man. Because, oh yeah. Like. I like the old school. I I love Resident Evil, but it's hard to play the original one.
0: It's very hard. It's ugly as hell, man. It looks yeah, bad
3: it, it It looked terrible, and that was one of the best-looking games. Yeah, it looked time. so realistic
0: so, back then.
3: Yes. That's, <laughs> right now, it's like trying to play NBA um, 2K1 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It just looked bad. But, um, yeah, man, I,
0: I'm kind of glad they're remaking games like this now. I like it too, man. It's one of my favorite games growing up and they remade it. So I've been fucking I'm already 24 hours in that bitch, man. I'm fucking <laughs> losing my life over it. Uh yeah. but I know y'all been watching shit and keeping up with stuff. So what y'all been watching and what should we be looking out for? Uh
4: I've been watching uh I just started Little Fires Everywhere.
0: What what is that? Um, I've heard about that. What is that show about? Blue, 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 blue. Uh, Jasmine, you, you sound like you in the matrix. What's going on, girl?
4: <laughs> um, it's a Hulu Huh? origin. I couldn't hear you. I think my internet connection is
3: Yeah.
4: We got you now. Dang it. Okay. Um it it's a a Hulu original series and Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon uh play in it. Um it's about honestly, I guess where do I start? It's about an adoption um that is taking place pretty much right now and the birth mother found the adopted her original you know her child her the child being adopted and that's like the the big plot right now um but of course it's a it's a series so there are little you know all the sub characters are have their little storylines going on but it's mainly about carrie Bill's two main characters, Carrie Washington's character and Reese's character, um, they pretty much have this odd relationship and are pretty, pretty, pretty
3: It's actually based off a book called Little Fires Everywhere. The person who wrote the book is originally, um, she originally went to Shaker Heights, Ohio, which is the town they, um, that the story takes place in, which is in Cleveland, Ohio. So, um, So I kind of heard about this show in the making and, um, I was kind of impressed for the simple fact that they, um, they doing the story in Shaker Heights. And I used to, I was actually working at the high school before I moved here. (laughs) So I was really in tune to see how they portray, um, the city of Shaker because Shaker is like a rich type of, um, neighborhood, like a rich type of suburb. And, um, I don't know it's like real closed in it's kind of clicky a little bit and a lot of people who grew up in Shaker and want to be teachers want to work at Shaker so their goal is to stay in Shaker and, and live there and work in Shaker for some reason I don't know why but um it's it's actually a pretty good suburb but yeah the story takes place there where Carrie Washington is um she um she moves to Shaker Heights, Ohio, and she rents from um carrie uh she rents from Reese Weatherspoon character and um uh, from that point, um I guess Carrie Washington really don't have a background or anything, so uh Reese don't know anything about this person all she knows is she got a daughter, <laughs> and that's it, and she let her rent from one of her homes and then from that point, Reese was kind of like digging in trying to see who this person really is and secrets from everywhere start popping up from uh from the parents all the way down to the kids. So um it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty good show. I don't know if you're a fan of Carrie Washington acting, but her acting yeah. is pretty much the same. <laughs> so That's she,
4: what I I've noticed within this show that her every role that I've watched her play is the exact same role.
3: Yes. Yeah. She she um she made the mugby ass faces. And yell at uh, at people. But um yeah, yeah I think it, I I really enjoy the shows for the simple fact it's in Shaker. So I try to listen to the lingo they use. And um some of it was way off. <laughs> like you had a character saying, uh, so in Cleveland, we downtown we got a place called Tower City, and it's like right by um where the cast play and um it's actually where the casino is too, where you could do a lot of the shopping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like I think it's one of one of the uh, it used to be the tallest building in the country at one point. But um it's a lot of shopping there. But one of the characters said, Hey, let's go to uh let's go to the tower. It's just like nah, don't nobody say that in Cleveland. Don't nobody in Cleveland call it the tower. You know what I mean? That's like people in Houston calling the galleria the Ria. Let's go to the RIA <laughs> after school. It's they just like Gallo. Do it. Uh, yeah. But um uh, yeah, so I was just listening to a little stuff like that. And uh, they made uh, they made a couple Shaker references to know that, you know, to kind of give it that real feeling. But okay. uh, it's to me, it's a pretty good show, man. I, I enjoy it. It come out every Wednesday night or every Wednesday on
0: Hulu. OK, so is it a Hulu original or is it coming on network TV? No, it's a Hulu original. See, I hate how they do that now. How they, even though, you know, the weekly release for something that, you know, you could easily just drop all the episodes. Yeah, That's annoying me, man.
3: Hulu been doing that for a long time. Probably, Yeah, yeah, they probably was the first ones that was really doing that. Because I used to watch this show called, I think it was the, uh, I think it was the assassination of JFK or something like that. Or, no, I forgot. I, it, that was pretty much the show. It, I think it was called uh, something 63. But it was pretty much talking about the assassination of JFK. And it, um, if if it would have went different, what would have happened type of thing. But they used to release it every, I, I think every Monday. And it was irritating, man, because you couldn't binge watch it. Yeah. Like I'm going to Netflix watching everything, a whole season in a day. But this show, I got to wait every Wednesday. Like it was stupid, man. Because it's not coming on TV, so why is y'all doing it like this? So it was kind of it was kind of stupid,
0: man. With me, I'd rather wait till the show is over and binge it, than have to wait week to week. I hate that, man. Because usually at some point I'll see a bad episode and I'll just drop off it, yeah, and not pick it up,
3: yeah. Yeah, that's um yeah, I didn't and it's funny because I started watching Little Fires Everywhere. I didn't know they was releasing episodes every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So because I was like five episodes behind, I guess. But I'm watching it bad to bad to bad to back. So I'm into it at this point. And then I'm like, damn, there ain't no more episodes. And somebody said they release them every Wednesday. I'm like, man, like damn. So I gotta wait for the next three weeks to yeah. finish it. But um I think the good thing is about this show. I think they're not doing another season. I think it's just a one little series. That's it. Okay. So um because it's like I said it's based off a book. So um unless unless the show just blow up like crazy where they force to make another season. I don't think it'd be another
0: season. They're going to do a Game of Thrones and just keep it going.
3: Yeah, I hope they don't do that. <laughs> because that's how stuff get
0: played out.
3: That's how that's how they run out of storylines and stuff like yeah. that. So I, I will be perfectly fine if they just end it. Um, you know, after the season or, or after the finale.
0: Yeah, I hope they you know it's best to end it when it's good. TV yeah. needs to learn this, man. When you keep shit going, we see it with power. You know, don't <laughs> keep a show going just to keep it going. Yeah. You can go ahead and wrap this thing up then. Uh Special shout out to Donnie Houston. Thank him again for joining. You can find him on Instagram at I'm Donnie Houston. And also his podcast is the Donnie Houston podcast. Make sure you check that out. Thank him again for joining us. Uh, Biggie, you were going through your phone. You got anything else you want to wrap up with or?
3: You said, do I want to wrap up anything?
0: You were looking through your phone. I was wondering if you had it. Oh no, 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 no,
3: no. No, I'm good. I was right. I was just making sure we got
0: we got the shits. All right. So uh you can follow the man Figgy, of course, at the Figgy Fig. And you can find him on In the Loop. They still going strong, man. I was listening today. It's still a good show. Uh 10 to okay. 2 days on Sports Radio 16. Good we job, Figgy. We should have gave you the fake news, the fake hits fool you
3: again
0: <laughs> 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 oh yeah y'all had me heated talking about some fake Rockets highlights I'm like wait a minute what the fuck <laughs> so, yeah catch him on that show still a good show man they're holding it down and keeping everybody entertained and Jasmine doing her own thing happy birthday again girl thank you thank you you can find thank her you. at Chitty Chitty Base. and yes. are you going to be doing some uh, I don't know everybody DJing right now you going to do another DJ set on IG. Uh uh, I don't
4: know. That's the, the plan eventually. Um, I do think that I have a little stage fright, so I'm getting over that. I did it a little bit on my birthday, but I have right. the way my speaker is set up. Yeah, it's I got some work to do. <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: Let me borrow your I, I I text you a little earlier this week. I want to borrow your equipment. So I could mess around with it. <laughs> uh,
4: oh
3: yeah. Uh like you you yeah, I think CG back. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, My bad. yeah, but yeah I be, uh I used to DJ a little bit. I used to mess around with, but this was like the old turntables. Yeah. Like I Yeah, used to I, had, old turntables. I, yeah I had the real vinyls and stuff. I still got some vinyls at the house at, mm-hmm. in Cleveland. But uh I used to mess around with it. I used to make beats from the I used to sample shit. And make make a beat out of it with a keyboard and stuff like that. So I kind of got the gist of it, but I don't know. That's how bored I've been, man. I've
4: been thinking about DJing. (laughs) It's fun. I enjoy it. I just need to do it. You know, I've been practicing more often now. Now that we
0: don't have much to do. Yep. Time to pick up a new skill, man. I've learned that. But it's tough to buy shit now because everything be sold out. Can't find no microphones. Oh, oh the all microphones these niggas out? who wanna be all these niggas who wanna be rappers, can't find no studio equipment because everybody's hogging the good microphones for their podcasts. Oh so, really? I yeah. I didn't even think about it like that. Damn. Yeah, no. Microphones are pretty much sold out everywhere, man. They're hard to find, wow. at least good ones.
3: Wow, that's so, that's crazy. I'm glad I had my I had mine for years. Yeah, you looked up, man. Yeah, I got the whole interface and everything, so
0: Yeah. As soon as I can get a good one, I'll definitely hook it up and have this sound a little bit better. But they ain't got no Amazon. No, man. Damn, that's crazy. Like, there, and if you order one, if you find one, it won't ship until like next month.
3: Like, late next
0: month. So, like, you're kind of screwed no matter what. But if I get my refund, maybe I'll break the bank and get something. I don't know yeah. if I find something.
3: It's we'll a, see. It, man, it's a good investment, man. Spe- oh, I feel, definitely. I feel like we all in media, like no. if, like it's true, invest in it because you can always dust this off and use it. Yeah. So like I'm not even doing music like that now, but um
0: I'm using it for a show. Yeah. You know, so so it worked out perfect. Very true, man. Very true. So, I told y'all where you could find us. Thank y'all for hanging with us again. Thank you, Donnie Houston, for joining. And we're going to try to probably get some special guests in the future. Maybe, possibly, hopefully, who knows. Sorry about the Facebook Live shit. I tried to get that shit working. I don't know why it didn't, but next time, hopefully, it'll be working. And shit, that's it. Thank y'all for listening. And for my boy, Figgy Fig, for the lovely Jasmine with the Tupac shirt, I see you, baby. I'm Ryan Rocket. This is the Gems and Juice Podcast, y'all. Peace.